For this Business of Dance podcast episode, you are listening to the audio version of our 5 to Thrive Studio Systems Week Challenge live stream, where we cover the top five systems every studio should have. If you want to learn more and join the challenge, stay tuned for our daily live streams at 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time at www.facebook.com slash Coaching. To get your copy of our free download outlining the five systems to help your studio thrive, please head to www.claireoshaycoaching.com slash five to thrive. A friendly reminder that our Studio System School is now accepting applications for this week only. If you are looking to grow and scale your business of dance and work well in a supportive community atmosphere, then you can apply today. For more information, please head on over to www.claireoshaycoaching.com slash studio system school. Now let's dive into this episode with your host, Claire O'Shea. It's Claire from the Business of Dance and today is our day two of our systems challenge all about creating systems around things with events, workshops, different enrollment periods that we can run out each year. Now, as you would know, there are so many benefits to having new events, new workshops, new enrollment periods. Obviously, we are really wanting to get you know new groups of students through the studio but some benefits as well that you know you can think about if we're having these consistent workshops or holiday camps and things like that we are also you know creating new revenue streams with our current students as well as adding opportunities for students to try different elements of our studio without necessarily having to sign up for the whole term now while ideally would love all students to enroll it's a really great way to get them to you know have a bit of a taste of what you offer and then hopefully in the future it might not be like right now or it might not even be next term but students are likely in the future when they think of wanting to enroll in dance or acrobatics or whatever it is that you offer they are more likely to think of you first and that is the main goal as well as creating extra revenue whilst you are doing it so with this in mind we're going to go over a couple of things that you can think about possibly adding into your studio to increase revenue to increase retention to increase attendance and then we're going to talk about how you can systemize these and really get these going on a consistent basis without having to you know reinvent the wheel every every week or every term or every month whenever you decide to do this so a couple of things that we've i've already spoke about but i'll just touch on again some things that you could consider adding to your schedule would be school holiday camps and now i know these are really popular in the summer in the state uh, but you could think about adding them during school holiday breaks in Australia as well. I've been trialing and testing which ones work best for uh, us and I noticed that the summer holidays work really well because obviously we have that big break um, and also I think the June, July and the September seem to have worked well. April I've kind of had mixed results so far but you know trial and error for your area and you know for this year in Queensland um, Easter fell on a different weekend so some of these things do you know come into that as well. So some other things you could think about doing is offering, you know, special guest choreographers each term to encourage your students, current students to sign up to an extra opportunity, which is fantastic. 
as well as adding events that are related to the studio but more of a resource rather than a dance extension. So some things like having, not babysitting, but you know, having some type of care or a fun night for your students so parents could take, go on a date night. So you could have like, you know, a five or ten dollar fee or what, whatever it is, or it could be more, whatever you decide it to be and you host games, watch movies, you have the kids for a couple of hours or even, you know, some of your younger teachers might be interested in uh, hosting that. But it's a great way to build rapport with the parents. Obviously, they're probably pumped to go out for the night by themselves. And it's also a great little extra revenue booster. Probably more likely if you have your own location, you're looking to expand um, the amount of time that you're using your current premises. Some other little things that you could think about in introducing would be um, if you're having trouble with your adults classes on a regular basis. If you're not, that's fine. And that would probably work out just fantastic. But... I, we sort of, at my studio, we have difficulty enrolling people term by term. Uh, we find that adults like to do things in shorter sessions because they don't like to commit necessarily for a 10 or a 20 week block or whatever it is, which is understandable. So what we do is we run short mini courses and that is really great. Um, we might have like an introductory course and then I'll move to an intermediate one and then I might just have an open one. Um, and by having these done for, you know, four week blocks or five week blocks, depending on the length of the term, it's a really great way to ensure that you're getting paid for that time and people seem to be able to commit for that shorter period of time rather than that longer session. Some other things that you could do event wise is, you know, host your bring your friend week all of those type of events might not boost your revenue during that week, but if, again, you're introducing people to the studio, they are likely to really enjoy the experience and want to come back or try something else. So how essentially do we systemize these events so we're not having to spend heaps of time and energy every time they come around, you know, doing up the graphics, sharing it with the parents, writing the emails to let people know, writing the notes to share with our students. So essentially how to systemize this is I always recommend systemizing in real time the first time. So rather than trying to envisage what's going to happen at that particular event in the future or trying to remember back to what happened at a previous time, what I like to do is when I decide to run a new style event or when I decide to host a new workshop or to introduce, a, you know, bring your friend week on another time of year or something, what I like to do is I do it in real time and I, as I set it up, I write down step by step all of the things that I'm doing. And I mean all of the things. I write down, you know, how I, how I let people know about it. I attach the graphics. I copy down all of the text I use on social media, the emails, the text that I send to parents, whatever the sequence of that event structure may be, I write it all down. So I write step by step, uh, you know, in a checklist. I use Trello and I really recommend Trello. It's a fantastic resource and it's free, which is fan, you know, more than fantastic. Um, but that's how I start to systemize. So I create a new card, I write it all down step by step, I attach documents that are relevant to it, I attach all of the text I've used in the past, anything like that, and then I record that. Now, you know, I might, I will be able to prepare for it in advance a little bit, but I mostly record it in real time the first time because I feel like it's a really organic way 
uh, to make a record of the, the, the information that I used and how I set it up. So I like to do that the first time. And then once that event is done, I will come back and I will review it. So I will go, you know, how did this work? How didn't this work? How can I change it? How can I improve it for next time? So that's how I like to do that. Then I also, when I'm setting it up, I like to have an overview of the time frame. So I like to pick the date when it started and then I work my way back. So whether that is, um, I kind of like to set myself between a six to eight week time frame of advertising, setting it up, ensuring the information's getting out there. So I don't have to bombard people with information right at that point. And I'm able to, um, you know, kind of get that information out there on posters, in Facebook posts, without having to be like, bye, 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 the whole time. So that is the best way that I find, and that's the best way that it works for me. Um, and it also then doesn't feel like I'm rushing. So when I do it, once it's running, and I have that sort of six week time frame, then when it comes around, I know I can look back when I create my calendar for the year and go, okay, I'm gonna run the event on this date, so I need to start that event system at this six week date before it, or whatever it is that it may be. And then I already have a step-by-step -step guide, essentially, of how I run, how I create, how I set up, how I, add the payment gateways, how I do all of those things. There's a record of it, so in the future I can pass it off to a VA or an admin assistant or my office manager, and they are able to essentially set up and run the event without me having to interfere or spend that extra time doing it all over again. There's a record of it and that's fantastic. Then also what I like to do when I uh, go back and review it is I like to sort of mark out the progression points uh, and really sort of point out the important timeline steps along the way. So whether, you know, obviously some important in steps would be um, setting up your landing page or possibly, you know, adding a, uh, adding a page to your website or setting up the ticketing link. So all of the important steps I outline and then I can kind of move them around if I think it's going to fit a better way as I go forward. So that's kind of how I do it. And now I want to talk about why I think it's so important. So our, like we talked about earlier, events are such a great way to increase revenue. It can be like a one-off boost with like a workshop, or if you are adding holiday camps and things to your calendar every school holidays, it's a really fantastic way to have that consistent income coming in, particularly as well if you have your own venue, because obviously there is a lot of downtime when we're not using our studios. So having these extra sort of times on the holidays is fantastic and it's a great way to build, you know, camaraderie amongst the students, build community, offer your parents a great service and also get more income for you, which is wonderful. Like I said before, introduces potential new clients to the studio. So if you're hosting workshops that um, you know anyone can attend in the community, it's a great way for people to try dance or whatever workshop you're offering as a once-off that there's no commitment. Um, I also think there's great sort of merit in offering you know, studio only events as well. So those people feel extra special, but I think opening it up in general is completely fine and wonderful. And it also really encourages word of mouth. If you're getting, you know, an exciting person come to the studio to 
uh, do a, a special workshop that's very different to what you offer. It can create word of mouth or even if possibly if you're getting an exciting choreographer or uh, a local talent or something to come and assist in a workshop, it's a great way to increase word of mouth. Now, in relation to systems, I sort of gave you a bit of an overview of how I sort of map it out, plan it in my head. Um, but again, I when I'm creating all of the text and the images and the content, I save it to that card and I save it so that I can update it easily time and time again. So I don't like to do things the same multiple times. I don't like to retype social text. I don't like to rewrite an email that I've already done three times before. So what I do is I save it and then when that event or that workshop or that holiday camp comes to start that marketing process, well then I already have that content to just change the dates update and schedule again, rather than having to rewrite it all, trying to remember the important things that I needed to include and all of that. So that's my preference and I really encourage you to do that as well. It saves you so much time and really allows you the opportunity to start training other people to take that on. Um, like I said previously, it's also a great opportunity for you to review how it went and make changes for the next time. So you're always improving on the events or the workshops and the experiences that you're offering your students and your clients and the community and that you can then you know, improve upon it, hopefully improve upon your revenue and just continue to grow that particular product as time goes on. And my last and favorite point about th this sort of system essentially is it's rinse and repeat. So my favorite part of systemizing and you all know how obsessed I am with it is that it really allows me the opportunity to, you know, have time to create new events and to create new experiences and to get creative with all of the content that I'm sharing with my studio, with my clients, with the parents, with the students, all of those things. So it allows me the brain space to essentially rinse and repeat what's working well so I can then think about adding new streams of revenue and I have the time to do that and I have the time to do this and I have the time to do the podcast. All of those things that um, if I didn't have a really systemized business, I would struggle to do. If I had to, if I had to run every single thing that happened at my studio, I would be probably working I don't even know. I don't even want to think about how many hours. So it's a really fantastic way to ensure that we can continue that level of service and then even improve upon that, which is ideal. It's the way that we can encourage our current students to still stay interested. It's still exciting because we're not literally doing the same thing every year. We're doing that plus more, which is wonderful. Now, I just want to remind you that we have a free download that is available this week and it is has a overview of all of these points that I've gone across as well as an action page for you to start doing it. So it's all well and good to listen and to listen to trainings and do those masterclasses and all that. That's fantastic. I highly encourage everyone to further educate themselves or to gather information from new people, which is awesome. But I feel like if you're not implementing, you're not doing it, then it's just going to go kind of gather dust in your brain. So really take action, start making some choices and taking action today so you can start getting this in place. The quicker you start systemizing, the quicker your business will be systemized. And um, I saw a quote today that I've seen a lot of times, but it really resonated. You know, it's, it's better done than perfect. 
So, you know, this is why I really enjoy systemizing is that, you know, I and have been a little bit in the past, a bit of a perfectionist, but I find that with being able to systemize in this way that I get it done and it might not be perfect. The event might not have gone off without a hitch. I might not have made as much money that I wanted. I might not have, you know, advertised as much as I planned. But it's done, I did it, I tested it out, and then I can make changes to try and improve it. Now, I'm of the mind that nothing essentially is ever perfect, but when you're always striving for perfection, it's probably never going to get to that point that you're really, happy, really, really, really happy to sort of release it. So get it done, get it out there, and then you can work on you know, improving and perfecting it for future use or for, you know, Maybe it didn't go, and you didn't. You didn't think your students liked it, so you can scratch that. That's that's at least it's done. You know not to do that again. So whatever it is, done is better than perfect. Start taking action today. You can get the download to really assist you with starting to take those steps and to start making those action plans. You can go to clarochecoaching.com forward slash five to thrive, and that is all letters, no numbers. So that's clarochecoaching.com forward slash five to thrive. And I think the the download looks very fun, but it's also super helpful because it's encouraging you to take action, like I said today. So that's a free download. Grab that if you like. Other than that, I will be having these videos each day this week to go over a different system. So today was all about creating systems for new events and workshops, as well as enrollment periods. So the same thing can be done in relation to those um workshops and things can be sort of treated as an event. Your first day of classes is an event, so you can work backwards from that point to really ensure that you're getting all of your advertising material out, that you're really engaging with current students, you're encouraging them to re-enroll, as well as getting those new students to boost numbers, which is fantastic. So some things I just want you to think about, and these questions, I'll only read two, but these questions are also, there's four questions that are included in the free download. And just sort of start to get those juices flowing about, you know, what you could possibly implement at your studio to increase revenue, to increase retention, to increase attendance, to increase excitement, to increase engagement, all of those things. So what event could you introduce at your studio to increase revenue? So have a think about that. Feel free to comment below and share. So, you know, what are some things possibly you've been thinking of, you've been putting off, you know, would be really great. But what are some events that you could introduce at your studio to increase revenue? And the other thing I wanted to ask, uh, and it's, there's another question, is what event could you introduce at your studio to foster community and excitement with your current family? So as well as increasing revenue, there are certain types of events that we can include that, again, fosters that sense of community, that sense of engagement, that sense of um, dedication and you know, love of your studio and really trying to foster that within our students so that they come back year after year after year. Um, I do see, you know, a lot of studios not upset, but a bit um, disappointed that there's sort of that, that's not that level of loyalty essentially anymore that they feel. And I'm not, whilst I don't think that we own our students, I don't agree with that at all. You know, I think in, 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 you know, getting that sense of loyalty amongst our students is amazing and it's definitely going to be beneficial for the students as well as us as business owners. So if that's something you can foster, it's definitely going to help with your attention and your studio growth in general. 
Now, that is all that we have for today. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about how to systemize onboarding new team members. Now, that is something that I don't know if we do enough uh, as studio owners. I know we have, we know there's a real importance to, you know, in sort of getting those new team members in, involved in our studios. And there's also a lot of, um, information out there about how to you know, do trainings and all of those amazing things. But I'm talking about how to systemize onboarding a new team member so that they can be a part of your studio, studio community and they can be dedicated to your team and your students as quickly as possible. So that's all we're doing tomorrow and I'm sure you'll get a lot out of that. Grab the download clarochecoaching.com forward slash five to thrive. I will also let you know that I'm so excited that our studio system school is launching on Monday. Applications are now open. It is a small group program. So we only are taking a certain amount of students to really ensure we have that small group atmosphere. It's a really boutique kind of course that we can really work collaboratively together with other studio owners as well as me being able to offer some one-on-one -on -one advice rather than that larger program where it's more of a um, sort of online program. So this is more of a collaborative style approach which I think is really exciting and I'm so looking forward to starting that next week. So if you're interested, have any more questions, feel free to email us at info at clarochecoaching.com but you can find out more information as well by heading to clarishocoaching.com forward slash programs. And I will pop those links in the comments below once I'm done. But I hope that today's give you a bit of an insight on how you can start systemizing events and workshops within your studio. Start taking action today. Don't wait for it. Just start making decisions, start implementing. And I know that it will really work out amazingly well for you. And I really want to remind you that done is better than perfect. So have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. I look forward to joining you tomorrow. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.